0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Extended Play. This week we are talking about Skyrim. I'm Stuart Reid. Joining me are Keza McDonald, Hello. Tom Butler, Hello. and Daniel Krupa. Hello, everyone. Uh, can we get the arrow in the knee gag out of the way before we go any further, please? Yeah, we're not going to do that, All we? right, that's good to know. Um,
1: you guys can do it, though. If you've no, got any good arrow to. in the knee gags, please send them in to... Actually, don't. No, no don't. don't. Write Actually. the email
2: then put it in your trash vault. Then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then hit yourself in the face. Yeah.
0: Skyrim, What if, if you've been living in a cave for the last eight months, Daniel Krupa, just explain briefly what Skyrim is. Skyrim is an open world RPG set
2: in a fantasy realm known as Skyrim. And basically, it's a game that can be anything you want it to be. If you want it to be, as Tom puts it, what it's did you say? A time say? machine. No, it's not a time machine. You said it's a. Oh, sim- it's, a it's, it's a
3: pottering a, around. A, it can be a
2: pottering simulator if you want to be. Or you can basically be the hero in your own fantasy world. Um, but it's
3: like, different things to different people, I but think. But if a time machine for me, I, I would turn it on and literally then it'd be five hours
0: later. I don't know how it happens. It's a time sink, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. You get into it so much. You get so involved into it. I absolutely adore it. Well, what's your, what kind of characters has everybody, has everybody chosen to be? Kezo, what, what kind of character are you?
1: I'm a cat thief a cat thief I'm a cat thief so
0: you steal cats
3: yes
1: is
0: right.
3: that a precedent from playing other Elder Scrolls games
1: it is yeah I was always Khajiit in, uh, I was Khajiit in Morrowind and then I was Khajiit again in Oblivion and then I end up being Khajiit again do reason have you know, fancy changing it though sort of but they just look so much cooler than all the other races <laughs> well, that's really my only justification also I inevitably in open world games like this inevitably end up deviating towards being a massive massive klepto and nicking stuff and cats are very agile I've got good stat bonuses for that kind of thing Did anyone just jump in and create a character without really considering what the kind of skill? Well, well, I
2: I picked an Argonian because. Breathe underwater? I really like dinosaurs and lizards. Mm -hmm. So obviously, that was, you know, it's the natural choice. I like cats. But also because I have an overwhelming fear of drowning in video games (laughs) and they can breathe underwater. So that's not a problem
1: that's no, a bit, very good reason for choosing
2: I'm just te- terrified it's watching Mario die and Sonic die as a child
3: so, uh, yeah Sonic in particular yeah. Yeah, Mario
2: drowning I very think well.
1: Mario drowning in Super Mario 64 is, deep, is hardcore it's deeply
2: traumatic deeply traumatic he clutches
1: his throat and then just goes all limp and lifeless yeah it's horrible but if you eat money it
2: gives you oxygen
1: that's true Always found
2: that quite troubling yeah. The logic behind that But yeah I picked an Argonian For that reason And he looks quite cool But I Also What, what did you name your character Because I felt like I, At first I was going to Name him something quite flippant I was going to call him Yoshi And I thought no Because I won't be able To take the game seriously I I called him Rodan
0: That's nice He's a thinker uh, Yeah <laughs> Mine's Kajira Yeah Just because it's half of Khajiit And then Mine's Perseus And Tom yours is Oh, Mine's Granny Baps Granny Baps. <laughs>
1: Granny Baps. But I, I what, didn't
0: know that. I wasn't setting it up for a game.
3: But actually, that, that, undercut- that speaks volumes about how I was feeling about yeah, Skyrim actually. going into it because this was just after my Christmas holidays. You were being and, quite blithe about and it. I, yeah, I wasn't too keen on playing Skyrim because I, I always watched um, my housemate play Oblivion. And watching him play Oblivion it just seemed like it was a running around game, running and jumping game because he would literally spend hours running around jumping to build up his athletics. And I was just thinking, do you know what? I don't need that. And he spent hours and hours. So I went into it thinking, I'll give it a go because everyone's playing it. And ended up with a character called Granny Baps who was, in the end, awesome. Level 50. 50. Yeah, after... Playing for fifty-five hours, it was ridiculous. Do
1: you ever feel bad about yourself when you make a stupid decision like that, and then like hours and hours and hours later you look back? Does it make you think,
0: "Oh, I wish I hadn't called it Granny Baptist"? Or does it still make you laugh? No, it still makes
1: me laugh. Good. All right, that's fine. <laughs> it <still> makes me <laughs> laugh. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, there was we we used to laugh um, just before Christmas uh, when Skyrim was on the horizon. We we, we had a bit of a, a thing going where we used to say, "Well, oh, it's not Skyrim." I think it came from uh, from FIFA 12 originally when we, people were saying, "Why have you given FIFA 12 such a, h- a high score?" It's not Skyrim, and there's a lot lot of devotion to Skyrim and the whole Elder Scrolls thing. Because I was going to ask you, why is Skyrim so important to people as a game?
1: I think it's because it's so ambitious. It's it's what people, it's what proper nerds want from a video game, and I say that in an affectionate way, because um, it's it's just completely comprehensively player-focused, you know, it's all about you. Uh, I think the reason people love um, the Elder Scrolls games is just because it, it makes this a really personal collection, connection with you immediately because everything you do is your own kind of impetus and your own story and Skyrim tries a little bit more than either Oblivion or Morrowind to kind of push you in directions and give you hints and set up nice set pieces for you but generally it's just um, it is what you make of it. Mm. I think people feel really personally connected to the series because you remember that time that you ran away from the vampires at the top of the mountain in Oblivion and fell off the cliff or you remember uh, accidentally transforming into a werewolf in front of the council of elders and ending up Murdering them and being unable to complete. So the a, game.
2: you you have this bespoke experience, though.
1: Yeah, I you think guess? that's what it is because yeah. it is bespoke. And also, Skyrim looked so exciting before it came. Maybe not to I don't know about you guys, but to me, when it, before it came out, just it was so pretty and it was so huge. You know, it's just so kind of the possibilities. You were sort of imagining all this stuff that it couldn't possibly deliver. So I was surprised when it came out, and everyone was still like, "Yeah, fucking love it," because I thought people would have built up this like crazy, unmeetable expectation yeah. in their head
3: it is a beautiful looking game and it does definitely uh create atmosphere mm. in no other way especially when you're you're exploring, and you say you'll he- head into the mountains, and the snow just starts to build up. And it's incredible, just, isn't it? it just, the whole mood changes, it does, doesn't does it? And, and when it gets, starts getting dark, mm-hmm. and you hear the wolves howl, and you're all of a sudden you're drawing your sword because you know something's happening. It's, yep. it's
2: sometimes I I skip I skip forward in time intentionally just so I can see the Northern Lights while I'm walking about. Yeah, yeah, so it is that beautiful. Yeah, I it think is. it's
3: very easy
1: to romanticize Skyrim, and but one of the things that I think is equally brilliant about it is the fact that it's a sublimely ridiculous video game. Like, you know, when the snow starts falling up the mountain? I quite like getting to the bit where the snow starts to fall and then walking two steps back, no snow. Two steps forward, there <laughs> no. comes the snow. It's two steps back, no snow. And I think that's kind of as much a part of Skyrim as anything else, yeah. though, the, the the ridiculousness of it. The fact that you can, you know, club a guy... No, I always feel like, like you, when you go to, like, to the places
2: front. in the Far East where they, least, they must have this incredibly hard existence and you're like, just move five minutes down the road. Yeah, literally, yeah. literally, just you'll you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> your crops will never fail. You'll be able to feed your children. <laughs> Like, it's much easier And those, those people are much happier there They're much of a much more sunny disposition
0: But people, you know, anyway Do you think it's, it's come closer to depicting a, a real existence in a video game Than anything else has?
3: I think in very, very nam- narrow parameters yeah, though. very because narrow Because as soon as you start questioning anything Within, within Skyrim You realise the sheer yeah. ridiculousness Like of why the does whole... the
1: Jarl's child The Jarl speaks in his weird Icelandic accent that he has Why do his children sound Californian?
3: Mm, yeah and also, you 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 start up a story with someone, and then three months later, you go back to them, and they're like, "Oh, did you get this for me?" It's <laughs> <like amazing laughs> did you ago, as yeah. if I would have forgotten a long time ago. Um, and I think also in terms of that is the. Um, the lack of consequences to, yeah. to your actions. Yeah. So you can murder someone in a, in a town, and there will be a plot uh, a, a bounty on your head, and you just pay it off, and then everyone's fine with mm. it. There's a difference yeah,
1: cool. between realistic and believable as well. Yeah. I think Dark Souls is actually the most realistic fantasy world ever.
0: Because you die
1: be- well, so quickly. Because if something happens, then it's yeah. happened. Like if you if you hit a merchant, right? Like for instance, the only merchant in the game who sells arrows. If you hit him with your sword then he will fight you to death and then you'll have to kill him or be killed and then you'll never be able to buy arrows again. Mm. And it does fuck you over and it's really harsh but that, that's what would happen, you know? Yeah. If you kill the Jarl's children, it's not going to go away if you if you then pay a bounty. But then the thing is it's also impossible to create a game that actually
0: works on the current Yeah, on the current systems that we have. Yeah, it wouldn't be the, fun though, There the, are limitations, aren't there? Would it, be fun though.
1: Well, Dark Souls isn't fun. Sometimes it's not fun when you accidentally hit somebody. And some people it would say game. that
0: Dark Souls is never fun.
1: Some people would, <laughs> but I mean, Skyrim's not really like that. I think Skyrim's Skyrim's more gentle, isn't it? It just kind mm. of envelops you, and it's like, look at this world, play. Look at all the stuff you've got to play with. You can do whatever you want. Whereas, um, you know, most video games are trying to please the player. I think Skyrim's a very player-focused game, isn't it? Yes, it's all about. It's not really about look at the world. It's about look at you and look what you can do. Although I do find it believable, don't you? Like I love the uh, I love the way that just the construction of the world is so beautiful like the, this the structure of it, the layout of it and the mm. internal mythology of the place is really good like you'll read about something in a book and then you can find it
2: you can find it accidentally yeah, yeah.
1: or you hear a rumor about someone and then you, they'll be there like that kind of internal consistency is brilliant
2: so you are ta- talking about it being a player focused game obviously there's a there is a campaign of sorts in there there's a main storyline have you kind of pursued that have you kind of sort of left that alone to do your own thing entirely
3: ignored it Ignored yep. it entirely. Yeah, no. I, I um, uh, after getting to a certain point, I found that uh, I really wanted to put a stop to it because I was moving house. It was literally I was running out of time to be able to do things in my own. Personal so you're not life. going back to it now. So, you've uh, drawn a line, uh, Yeah, I thought if I can just finish the main quest, then I'll, then I'll draw a lot a line under it. And see so yeah, how uh, finish the thing. Uh, yeah, so I finished the main quest uh, with all the dragon stuff, and uh, it, it basically you finish that, but then there's everything else still yet to do. Yep. So I think I, met, I became the the uh, Archmage of Winterhold. Mm. I became the, the leader of the uh, Imperial Legion, um, and then the Legion, the Legion, not the Stormcloaks. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, Tom. I'm, I'm a sucker for uniforms. But actually, do you know the thing Dirty was... Dirty imperialist. I know, yeah, but the thing was is that everyone seemed to be doing the storm cloaks and you should, I thought, do you know what? I'm going to have my own thing here. I'm going to join the Imperial Legion. I feel like Skyrim is just like a kind of
1: fantastical Scotland. <laughs> it's really cold and no one really likes
2: anybody
0: the else. rest
1: of Cyrodiil <laughs> or anybody else yeah. and everyone drinks too much. <laughs>
0: and loads, there's a violent insurgent a violent re, but completely incompetent
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> a violent yeah. insurgency always that actually gets nowhere yeah,
0: <laughs> happens it's not without its irritations though is it i mean I, the other night i was playing it and um i was in in, in an inn and i went to talk to somebody uh, to get a room for the night and as i went to talk to them i accidentally stole something from them and so it all, it all kicked <laughs> off i hit X, stole something guards came in got into a fight had to start all over again. Yeah, you know, the
1: quick save is your friend. Yeah, in these yeah. games, Bethesda's always been like that. Like in every Bethesda game, in Oblivion they were they used to save it quite infrequently. Mm. Like they've kind of fixed that over the years. Like they now save it on consoles anyway. On on the PC, it's fine, you just f eleven it. But um, <laughs> and on the on on consoles, they've they've actually finally figured out what an appropriate number of times to save is, so that you don't accidentally fuck your entire game and yeah, have to go yeah, back yeah. like six hours, like I did once in Fallout.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I've had that as well. Where you're, uh, there's an incident happening in a town, like someone's being attacked, and then you end up attacking the wrong person, and mm. and then yeah, oh yeah, I'm
1: I'm true, not welcome in I... Melkorth.
3: Oh, you're not? <laughs> no, because of <laughs> because that. of an accident like in real life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's true though. It
2: is beautifully broken, but I I play with surround sound headphones. <laughs> mm. And sometimes you initiate conversations accidentally, and you can initiate multiple conversations. Yes. And it gets to the point where I can't tell what's going <laughs> on absolutely and what compliment. this person I'm talking to. This one person, but three other people are just like nagging me, <laughs> and I can't understand what's going on. And I and I lose the thread, so I don't know what I'm supposed to do then. It just completely ruins it for me.
1: I think there are lots of moments in Skyrim where you where you remember you're playing a video game. That's the thing. Mm. Like, I mean, very often something silly happens, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Does Does anyone else find that really? I think I'm very affecting? forgiving of it. Like,
2: I think I think it's a byproduct of its in, insane ambition.
3: Yeah, I think you can forgive it, it for its quirks for 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 what it actually does and can do. Like when you when you look at that map and you look around and you think, fuck. Yeah. yeah, I've got to get from there to there, and I can't fast travel. Yeah, and literally, I I, I played it for thirty hours before realising there was a run button. So wow, anyways, nope. yeah,
2: that's happened to so many people. Yeah, that's really up, common, yeah, Stu. I yeah. Lots here. of people have had that experience. Yeah, I've got
1: a great story about Oblivion. Um, somebody who shall remain nameless, who was reviewing Oblivion, uh, played it for thirty-five hours. <laughs> Keza. Well, that wasn't me. <laughs> Promise it wasn't me. <laughs> or was it? Um, but they played it for about 35 hours. Never figured out
3: how to level up. Oh, wow. my God. Mm-hmm. You had to go to sleep to level up. You had to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> so talking about leveling up, now, uh, I, you get sucked into the the game. It's very, very addictive. And I've been thinking about leveling up and your progression. And how it 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 almost acts like a gambling addiction. Mm-hmm. Like it gives you that incremental buzz, very very slowly and gradually. Yep. Meaning you're having to spend more time in it to get that kick. I mean, do you think that's that's a fair a fair criticism to level at, at Skyrim? Do you think it's a criticism? I think it's surely a, it's, it's clever gameplay. It's, yeah, it's an intentional design. But, but then also, if it was, uh, if you could level it at uh, say uh, Farmville, something like that, and people say that's a bad thing. That's because yeah. you have to pay money. Yeah. But then if you look at how they do it within Skyrim, it's very, it's a very similar sort of system. Would you're, you not agree?
1: I would agree, yeah. Um, I think that's the classic kind of RPG thing though, isn't it? Yeah. Like from World of Warcraft to Skyrim to Diablo. the investment of time. Yeah, it's mm. the fact that it's like, you know, you, every, every five minutes you're like, oh, level up, level up, level up. And then suddenly it's like every hour and then it's every five hours and then it's every 30 hours so you get the buzz. But <laughs> I think, I think uh, Skyrim has more to offer than just just that. Like, I didn't actually find I really felt more powerful. Like mm. that first time the dragon comes along and I, I punched it to death with my fist. Yeah. Yeah. I was really disappointed. That's always that's
2: quite c- empowering, isn't it? Punching yeah. a dragon to death. And I was, you hands. know, at that
1: point, I was like, well. I mean, I feel more... I'm not that into the
2: leveling up. I sometimes accumulate points, and then I never got... Yeah, the perks, and I don't get round to
3: assigning them. I I did go through a phase of uh, spamming the system, like with blacksmithing. Iron daggers. Yeah, iron daggers.
1: I can imagine you just sitting there continually forging iron daggers. Yeah, See, but doing that would bore
0: the hell out of me just doing that constantly. I would not want to do that. I've forged a couple of bits and pieces, but... But it's quite easy to do. It's easy, but I, I just think... I want to. I want to get on and investigate the rest of the world. There's so much excitement. I sometimes out of it. Just go
2: on just to walk around. I did that the other day in the office when I brought it in. I wasn't trying to do anything. I just like exploring. I like being. I, just in like, I like filling in the map.
1: You just like being inside Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Sorry, right. the <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Um, but you you would be quite happy to sit there and just and just make these iron the thing is, with
3: daggers with, 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 with uh, smithing iron daggers. You can just buy a hundred leather strips and a hundred ingots and then make a hundred and just said ding, ding 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 ding. And your leveling up shoots up and then your main leveling up goes up as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it was kind of worth doing. And but also it sort of skews you well. though because your your level goes up, but your it, combat it, skills it, are it down. does it does. But also, did you do the thing where when you f- start the very first game, you can just spam hit the guy that you're that's showing you around? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he can't is. die, so you quickly start off just by punching him and punching him and punching him. And he's showing you the greybeard. Uh, you yeah. need the greybeard as well. Really? Yeah. Because then your one handed will just go up incrementally <laughs> right at the start. That's, that's, I, so I knew this before going in. I just so.
1: find it, Skyrim is this really unique combination of the sublime and the ridiculous yeah, for me. Yeah. It's everything that I love about video games in both uh, both. Uh, it's their ambition, it's their kind of interactivity, it's their kind of brilliant exorptiveness, and it's their beauty. But then it's also their silliness and their nonsensical logic and their uh, their quirks, which I also love about gaming.
0: And as you mentioned earlier on, guys, it's 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 fabulously broken in parts yeah.
2: as well. It's beautifully broken. I remember when Kaz and I were playing it, and she um, was. Walking along, and there was this dragon skeleton started to reanimate.
1: Yeah, and we, we both looked
2: each other going, "Oh my god, undead skeleton, necrotic skeleton,
1: undead dragon."
2: oh No, it's actually a bug. It's yeah. actually a bug. But it was just the skeleton have the jerking,
1: game. jerking that could have up. Been in the game though, a skeleton dragon. That would have been amazing. I thought it was because there, yeah. there was an undead wow. dragon yeah. in Dark Souls. Yeah, I think it's a. Diff- it was a difficult game to come to after Dark Souls. I think yeah. Skyrim because it was just so different. Um, what well, everything is but Skyrim particularly it's just the, the contrast is massive so I was, felt a bit disappointed by it when I first it took me a good 10 hours to bed in and just get used to not being murdered all the time and get used to the game not requiring as much of me and not having to kind of invest as much of myself in it in order to enjoy myself
0: what was the first th- when do, when do you think it finally kind of clicked with you then what, what was there something that happened on screen or part of the story that made you go oh yeah okay now I'm here Yep, Thieves Guild yeah
1: well, as soon as I find the Thieves Guild uh, that's always the case though I love that stuff I just love
3: it love nicking things <laughs> see that was the point where I got a bit bored with, that, with, the, with, with, with the Thieves Guild
1: I think after you've done like, Thieves Guild was my I did the Companions I did the Thieves Guild and now I'm not really interested in doing the others too you know it gets to the point where you're like right okay so I'm Dovahkiin I'm King of the Dragons I'm uh, you know I'm a massively powerful werewolf I'm King of the Archmages <laughs> I'm also the head of the Thieves Guild surely this is just getting a bit much isn't yeah. there?
2: yeah You've done everything, mm. yeah. So I really like the sort of main quest. That's when it got me. It's like I like sitting there. I like when the Dovahkiin mu- music hits in, and the first time you hear the dragon speak,
0: and That's he, really and, he, cool. and he
2: mocks you because he starts speaking in the dragon tongue, and he's like, "You are the dragonborn. You don't even understand me." I was like, I'm, I'm, "I like this. I like that classic sort of that, fa- that like cl- classic fantasy motif of you being the chosen one, you being the anointed one, you being this kind of messiah figure. I like that." And that's why I like the central quest, rather than going off for four hours pottering about. I like
0: the structured narrative. But that's the joy of it. It, it, It's both there for you, isn't it? There's the structured narrative and there's the pottering about, and I think that's what makes it so special.
1: Indeed. I I think that that's what Skyrim gets right that other Bethesda games haven't, as well as the right balance of those two Mm. things, like the right balance of guided fun and off you go, go yeah. on, we'll rummage around to the back of that person's sofa cushions and maybe you'll find a special gem.
0: <laughs> Has anybody else played any of the other Elder Scrolls games? I've w- only have had bad experiences of Oblivion. Play Oblivion. Yeah. yeah,
2: same experience, I just watched Oblivion over people sh- people's shoulders. Yeah. So I was at university at the time, I just thought, I'm not buying this game.
1: Before Skyrim <laughs> came out this in this office, no one really gave a shit about no. it. I was, like, I was psyched because I'm a big Bethesda fan, but everybody else was like oh, whatever, which is why I find it's just great, especially Tom. It's just great that he's enjoyed it. Well, Tom had the, the epiphany that we wanted Alex to have. <laughs> yeah, we were going to have Alex, it is, but Alex has Alex no time. Alex just has no time for it He just has no interest in it. For non-regular listeners. He's our but, editor-in-chief. Also, He's got a baby and everything. Uh, he doesn't really have time for games. I but
0: also, I've got a baby and everything, and I'm finding time for Skyrim, because it's it, yeah. cause it's good. I think another thing
3: about uh, the whole experience was actually a sense of, although it's a very single-player game, is actually the sense of community around it. It's as true, well, the water-cooler moments. both both my flatmate at the time and one of my other really good friends were both are both playing at the same time, so I was able to sort of Share information with them, get all my tips and everything from them, and also give them a bit of information. Also, come to work and, and yeah. get. In- and
2: everyone's having their own unique experience, and you know we talk about this a lot because we love video games, and you get the sense that you know we talk to a lot of people who love video games, but obviously a lot of people play video games that don't talk about video games yes. with each other. There's not that, extent, you know, bigger community. It's weird. Yeah. It's like football's really mainstream and loads of people talk about football. It's not quite the same with video games. And I was coming back on a train from a set visit and I heard two 40-year-old men on the tube discussing the relative pros and cons of becoming a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> that's that a true story. And I just brilliant. thought, there you go, that's brilliant.
1: That's superb. That's
2: brilliant. I've, got
0: a, I've got a similar one. My, my partner would, had to go in hospital for a couple of nights uh, last week. Um, and I went to visit her and the, the woman in the next bed, her partner came in and he, was, he just started going on about how, to his partner, how he's almost filled the entire map in Skyrim now. And it's just like, my God, it's like everybody seems to be playing this game. the secret life yeah, of all no, of us.
3: It's just like, why, is it, why isn't that out in the office? <laughs> For, uh, just on another slight note, a friend of mine works at a cinema and someone asked came in looking to, to see Skyrim. They were like, I want to oh, that Really? The really? dragons and That's the great, guy with the horned helmet. and. Go. Is when's that out? Can You've probably I probably seen it on a out? billboard? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a there's a really good cinematic trailer. Yeah. Uh, that, you, that they show at the cinema, funnily enough. But uh, yeah, it's a really good trailer. Um, but yeah, they've obviously done their their
0: marketing job there. That
1: is funny. Yeah. What's
0: uh, what's the one thing that you would change about the game if you could, Keza? Um, I think the combat. Yeah, I think the combat is I quite it's, weak. It's so it's much better. better.
1: A bit. what sorry
2: Anachronistic. Anachron.
1: A little bit. Yeah. It's so much better than Oblivion, though, that it's difficult for me to. I think I part of the thing very is that. Modern like,
2: and very like stilted.
1: He's a bit. But I mean, I don't think you can really change the combat that much without changing the and game. Literally hit and miss. Yeah, and yeah, you're quite right. But I, I tend to play with bow and arrow and sneaking, which is much more rewarding. But the thing is that other people kind of just like, oh, this 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 hammer doesn't yeah. even feel like a hammer. I'm not but, enjoying myself playing it.
2: I feel my character is very sort of just my character doesn't move like my character looks like he would. I'm this oh, actually, yeah. If yeah. there's one thing I could my change, it's the animation very rigid of everything, and he just feels like this generic, like automaton instead of being this like really live lizard chap.
1: It's true. Okay, right. So I'm going to take my answer back and say I would change the animation of literally everything in the world. <laughs> there you go. Brilliant.
2: Just a minor revision. Minor. That's probably apart from the horses. Pra- the horses that's look great. Patch. The horses look awesome. You so? Do you think so? I don't think so. I love the horses. I don't think.
1: I think they're really nice I horses.
2: I don't think it comes close
3: to a red dead horse.
1: Well no, red dead horses are the red gold standard. Horses. The gold standard, standard are, of video game yeah. horses. Oh, I'm wow. gonna
3: put it out there and say the thing that I would change would be those fucking loading screens. Am I allowed to screen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have now. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> <Wow>. well, you're <laughs> so Blast sick me. of Not so blaster. sick of seeing an elven dagger. Oh, I don't yeah. want to the spin top, it around top. anymore. I
3: just <laughs> <literally>, <laughs> You can't even spin it around quickly. You can, well you, if you do one and then the other, it doubles the almost doubles the speed of spinning around. <laughs> My god my God, boring, <laughs> boring loading screens. And how often does it have to load as well? Mm. It's uh, it's one thing that's made me think that's what I want from, I would like- from next gen. but You'd like it to just be on a massive SNES cartridge.
1: I'm possibly yeah. alone on- in this, but I would quite like the loading screens to be pages from the history of Cyrodiil. See so how that, that would be quite would, more interesting, interesting. Yeah. yeah,
2: and you'd be forgiving of the long lo- loading time. That'd yeah, and and
1: you'd read because the thing is that sometimes I mean I, I read a lot of the books in Skyrim, but sometimes it's like the history of the five kingdoms, or whatever it is. Yeah, read it. And you read <laughs> and you go through like five five pages of it, and you're like, oh my god, skip to the end, skip to the end, skip to the end. No yeah. quest prompt, go. Whereas if it was on a loading screen, I probably would read probably the whole history
0: of the the Elder Scrolls
1: mm. universe. Yeah. You would like if
2: you played it for forty fifty hours mm. that'd be enough time. To what would you change,
0: Stu? what would I change uh, at the moment nothing because don't forget i'm not I'm nowhere near as far into it as you guys mm. I, I was quite a late comer to it so I'm only uh, around about level ten or something at the moment mm. i I'm, I'm just i'm thoroughly enjoying every moment of it though uh, like you say the load screens are a little bit irritating the, the the combat's a little bit poor but it's like immersing yourself into a hot bath There's something just so comforting about the entire world. I, I absolutely adore it. That's really video do. games, mm. Stu. That's, that's video games when they, when they work. When they work. Mm. What, we, what do you want from, uh, from Elder Scrolls Six? Underwater. In, in space. <laughs> this is a suggestion
1: from a reader. Uh, I want it to be in space.
2: <laughs> like Mass well, Effect. I can, I can imagine it being in some kind of aquatic world. On. Tra- well, on I think it's got to be or the or marshes. The we've okay. not been to
1: the marshes and we've not been to where the Khajiit are from.
2: Yeah, so that's if you what look we, at want. The... we want. want better no. animations
1: better animations mm-hmm. if you look at the mental map of the Elder Scrolls universe they've done Daggerfall they've done Morrowind they've done Cyrodiil they've done Oblivion they've done Skyrim now which has always been this like oh Skyrim's up north let's not think about it very much in all the other Elder Scrolls games It's so like our country they're kind of running out of places to go
2: and that would be the kind of next sort of topographical choice
1: yeah I don't know if, if they made it again though I'm thinking about whether it's a one-off. Because mm. it is very different from Oblivion. Oblivion was all about the gates of hell, about mm. the demons. And Skyrim was all about dragons. What what is there left? Could they base the next one on?
2: Is this like an IQ question. <laughs> so we've, we've, seen. we've had demons. What, we have demons, dragons. What's next? Dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs. I don't, I don't dinosaurs know. Do I don't dinosaurs. know like, gorillas. <laughs> gorillas. <laughs>
1: I'm not sure Skyrim She's could be. I'm not sure there. what they could do with the next one.
2: Oh well, but you know so on the next gen system.
1: I still think it might be the ultimate expression of the idea that Bethesda had. Bethesda so what, has had all, one idea. all the
2: different parts of the map together. Ooh. That oh wow. Actually, the That's whole it. You can go Oh my anywhere. god. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Anywhere in the oldest, Elder Scrolls universe, a perpetual world, you just Without me... any loading times, you could walk, walk from Oblivion to Skyrim.
0: That would be a game
2: that would keep you going forever. Imagine
1: riding on your horse from the the marshes down to Morrowind and then up again to the Skyrim that would be ridiculous it'd be sore <laughs> <laughs> bit of saddle rash nice
2: and <laughs>
0: yeah. um, finally just before we go uh, if you had to convince someone to play Skyrim that, was, that had never played this type of game before how would you go about convincing them what would you say to them
1: we've tried with Alex and we failed what convinced you Tom
3: uh, you gave I- it a chance yeah I think I gave it a chance and also I'm a sucker for marketing and if everyone else is playing it then I want to play it as well Listening to that Bethesda? <laughs> yeah Good job Good job
0: <laughs> So listeners do let us know what you love and hate about Skyrim as well what you think makes it so addictive why you've sunk so much time into it and uh, let us know if you think there are technical issues that really need to be resolved or if you think that it's a lot of fuss about nothing Extendedplayerign.com ign.com is the email address if you would like to get in touch with us we will uh, talk Again, about Skyrim uh, next week, but until then, Kesel McDonald, Tom Butler, Daniel Kruper, thank you very much for joining us, and we'll no, see, you okay. see you next week. Bye bye.